0: This is a trigger warning that the following podcast talks about eating disorders. If this affects you, please see the show notes for resources. Many of us
1: have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more, and
0: save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. How exciting. We're back for another episode with the Eat With Ali podcast. How are you all today and the week, and just how are you in general? Please tell me. I hope it's good, and... If it's not, then let me know and I'll send you some love, okay? And support, okay? Today's episode is going to be all about body image. Are you accepting it or are you dissatisfied? What is it? I'm just going to talk about, you know, what is body image, um, aspects of body image, if it's positive, or is it dissatisfaction? So I'll share some signs on body dissatisfaction as well, and then also a few tips on how to improve your body image. So I've talked about the self-loving side to it, like how we actually see ourselves as a whole in terms of like self-love and how we can grow that. So that kind of ties into what we're going to be talking about today. But today is going to be specifically on the body image size, the side. And we want to improve our body image. That is really important. And of course, we want to improve our self-love, which helps us feel better about our body image as a whole as well so what am i proud of myself for this week let me tell you i bought the worst most lemon of a fuck car you can imagine a few years ago i think i don't remember what year and let me just give you the disclaimer that I actually paid for a, uh, what do they call it? A mechanical inspection. So we got like a professional to come and suss out the car and give me this whole report. The guy called me and said, Oh my gosh, Ali, this is one of like the greatest secondhand cars I've ever seen. You're going to love it. It's really good for being secondhand or whatever. I don't know. I don't remember what he said. I just remember him calling me to tell me that it's really good. So of course I was excited. My first car and I didn't know too much about cars, but I'll give you the reference that they gave me within the two weeks after purchase, by the way, everything about the purchasing, uh, like buying the car, looking back on it was really dodgy, but not me being too excited thinking that the mechanical report was good enough. Well, to be honest, it should have been anyways, I don't know much about cars, but within two weeks after purchase of the car, my car was in the mechanic again, for three to four months maybe it was two to three months and it was because one of the cylinders were missing how the hell was that missed in the report can I ask and also um for those that don't know what a cylinder is I certainly didn't um pretty much it's like a dog walking with one less leg so there's like four cylinders and one was missing so if you can imagine a dog doing that that's what the mechanic used, or whoever it was that told me, in reference of a car. So there you go. Not fun. And so, anyways, I ended up keeping the car for a long time because I also bought, luckily, this uh, mechanical, like the the parts insurance as well, like in a mechanical insurance. So, so pretty much for all of the random car parts, if that was to be faulted, I could. Get it repaired for no extra money because I paid for this mechanical insurance in the first place. So that saved me a shit ton and I still am grateful for that. However, how many times it went into the mechanic for the past two years? Okay, so I must, yeah, so it's about two years that I've had the car. And yeah, it was in the mechanic way too many times and it was just getting ridiculous. All of these different problems were happening to it and luckily my mechanical insurance was covering it all which made it okay at the end of the day. Everything that could have possibly been wrong with it was fixed. So nothing was actually wrong with it by the end, but I just, I had enough of it to be honest. I just wanted to get rid of it. I was working from home. I had no use of the car really. And I had also, this one was more my bad. I forgot to pay for the registration So my car got deregistered and I had to go through this whole process of getting it registered again, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it was just a big pain in my ass and I just decided, you know, let's get rid of it. I don't even need it right now. So now I do need a car and I have been like low key looking at different cars throughout the past few months, but... I haven't had the courage to actually buy a car because I've just been so anxious about all of this bullshit happening again. And plus, I won't have that mechanical insurance, which was really a lifesaver. So now that car is pretty much in like top-notch condition. So, I mean, it could have been okay to keep, but I just, I really just wanted to get the fuck rid of it. Anyways, so now I finally started going through the process of buying a car. So, I'm proud of myself for that for this week because, yes, I honestly, I have been avoiding it. And it's not good to avoid things, so I just have to kind of step out of my comfort zone and take that risk, take that leap of faith. And yes, obviously it's been a a whirlwind of an experience prior, but that doesn't mean I should stop myself from doing it again in the future and improve from it. So, yep, it's enough of that. I need to get off my ass and start looking for this car. and I'm going to do that because. I'm always talking about stepping out of your comfort zone and doing things to challenge you and honestly, this is something that is challenging for me. So yes, I'm proud of myself for that. Thank you very much. What are you proud of yourself for this week? And besides all that, let's get straight into the episode. Thank you to the NEDC for this amazing article where I've been able to reshare this information from. Thank you. Let's get into it. Okay, so just to get started, by the way, I just want to put it out there that body image is often seen as a symptom of an eating disorder, right? However, not every person with an eating disorder will have problematic body image and many other people who do not have eating disorders have poor body image. So we're talking about it today, I guess, because I definitely had body image issues and I went into an eating disorder and I'm sure some of you may have that too. And we want to change that of course so this could even be sent or forwarded to someone that you know has body images issues but doesn't have an eating disorder it's for everybody But yeah just keep in mind that it is a big symptom of someone that has an eating disorder however it applies to everyone we do not exclude around here nap nope. also thank you for listening to my rant about my car problems been holding that one in not really I talk about it all. no no I don't don't talk about it all the time but I used to that's for sure (laughs) pretty much I'm just if you have any like car tips let me know I would love to avoid more dramas but then hey there's another challenge to overcome and then I can learn from it we're pro learning and improving all right almost got into another car rant let's get into this episode what is body image Body image is the thought and feelings that you have about your body. So a collaboration of the both of them. So a person at different times may feel both positive or negative feelings about their body. It can be a combination of the both. Body image is influenced by internal and external factors. So an internal would be like your personality and an external would be like your social environment. And it is made up of your beliefs, your thoughts, your perceptions, your feelings and your behaviours. So it can be very impactful for your health, your mental health and your relationships with yourself and other people. So that's why it's really important that we see ourselves in a positive light. I mean, sure, there's things that we could improve on all the time, but it's about being able to self-reflect and work on it rather than just start criticizing yourself like the way we talk about and say it, like the way we talk to ourselves impacts how we think about ourselves so to have a healthy body image you have to be able to separate one's value as a person to how you look so that kind of means that maybe i have triple chins and that makes me uncomfortable because normally this you know if you have a double chin it's a it's a, a lol. But I have a triple chin and so it makes me feel uncomfortable. By the way, triple chins are lovely. So if you have one, don't hate on double chins. Uh, Triple chins, any chins. (sighs) Getting on a tangent. So if I had a triple chin, for example, and I saw myself through like negative, I had no self love, right? then I would use my low self love to hate on myself for these double chins even more or triple chins, gosh. And just, you know, de-worth myself and just bring myself even lower into a lower headspace and just make myself feel lesser than. Versus if I had like good self love and I saw my triple chin and I'm like, fuck yeah, I got an extra layer. I'm, I'm like Shrek, you know, onions have layers, ogres have layers. I have extra me and all of me is good enough and now I have even extra, I don't know, I'm kind of, it's like you embrace things about you that first of all are a part of you, like I have this random birthmark, I think it's cool, I I know that some people feel weird about birthmarks, like it's just on my my leg I think and I think it's cool. Love it. It's it's unique. We love unique things and we are all unique. Embrace it. Triple chins equals triple grins, okay? That was probably a bit of a shitty example, but the point I'm trying to get across is that how you look should not affect how you feel about yourself. It is really important that we have love for ourselves so that when we look at our appearance, it doesn't affect us in the way that will bring us down and cause us harm which is what happens when you have low self-love, which is why self-love is so important. I can't emphasize it enough. I hope you're working on those self-loving tips. I'm watching you. So that's what body image is. Now, the four aspects of body image that we're going to talk about today is as follows. Number one is that the way you see your body is your perceptual body image. So the way you see yourself may not always be a an accurate representation of what you actually look like. So this is when it comes down to like body dysmorphia and like people, like even me for example, I had once again back to the self-love, low self-love, I didn't see myself in any good way. I didn't even think that I was skinny after all of the weight that I'd lost and most definitely looking back, I was skinny and I was light and I was unhealthy as well, but I didn't see any of that. So I had a distorted image of myself. So the way that I saw myself was very different to how other people would see me. So then the second aspect of body image is the way that you feel about your body is your affective body image. So these are feelings about happiness or disgust relating to how you see your body but often it is summarized as the amount of satisfaction or dissatisfaction that you feel about your shape, your individual body parts and your weight of your body, of course. The third aspect is that the way that you think about your body is your cognitive body image. So this can lead to preoccupation with body shape and weight. And by the way, cognitive is when you think, reason and remember, so it's like your intellectual activity. And the fourth aspect is your behavioural side to things. So, the behaviours that you engage in as a result of your body image. So, for example, that would be your eating disorder, like I had such a dissatisfaction with what my body looked like that I started binging and purging. So, if a person is dissatisfied with how they look, they may start to take part of unhealthy behaviours and may isolate themselves to try to change their appearance. So, isolating... Um, eating disorders of course also maybe like going on really heavy diets like it's your behavioral actions as a result of how you see yourself so to summarize the four aspects of body image is number one the way that you see yourself so like the perceptual side to things number two is the way that you feel about the way that you look so the effective number three is the thoughts and beliefs that you feel about your body So that's the cognitive. And number four is the things that you do in relation to the way that you look, which is behavioral. Hands up if all of these symptoms sound familiar to you in a way that got you into your eating disorder or maybe just how you see yourself, because they all have a function to it, I'm telling you. So now that we've talked about the four aspects of body image, we'll go into positive body image or body acceptance. What is it? It's when a person is able to accept, so this is the good side to things, by the way, it's not the dissatisfaction. It's when a person is able to accept, appreciate and respect, respect their body. This can be described as having a positive body image. Keep in mind, by the way, that this is about positive body image. So it's not the opposite of body dissatisfaction So or like body unhappiness. So what I mean by this is that we can have a positive body image, but still have some sort of dissatisfactions with parts of our body, but be able to accept ourselves as a whole, like, and still love ourselves and not try to do things to damage ourselves for this. Like, for example, a positive body image would be going back to the triple chins example. So it would be like, if I wasn't extremely happy that I had triple chins, however, it didn't make me hate myself or hate my body. That would be having positive body behavior, body positivity, because I can see some sort of something about my body that I'm not overly thrilled about. However, it does not cause me to see myself as lesser than or start hating on my body or my appearance. And so that is why body positivity is so important, because it's a it's a protector against eating disorders developing. So if we were going to put an example more specifically on eating disorders, say you, your stomach was a bit bigger than it used to be. If you didn't have any body positivity, it would make you want to go and vomit or restrict your diet or just, you know, start to do things to damage your body in order to get thin. So like an eating disorder. And when I say restrict, I'm not talking necessarily about like your calorie deficits or whatever. I'm talking about when it gets more in the anorexic terms of restricting. ...and the damaging side to things. So, that's why body positivity is so important... ...because for a person that has good body positivity... ...they can maybe see their stomach growing a bit... ...and then think, okay, hey, let's try and exercise more... ...or maybe eat better foods so I can try to fix this up... ...but I'm not going to go to vomiting as a source of losing this fat. So, vice versa, if you don't have good body body positivity... You will see your stomach grow and as i did i went okay look we need to go vomit now and you just get yourself into this horrible horrible unhealthy cycle so that's why body positivity is very important and we need to spread the love and the wisdom to get that body positivity on track so this is where self-love ties into it all because the higher your self-esteem the better you will feel about yourself and this will positively impact your life and your happiness and your well-being. So the way you see yourself, your 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 self-love and your self-esteem, this is such and one of the most crucial impacts to determining how you will respond to a dissatisfaction with your body or your appearance, right? If you don't see yourself in a good light, it will lead down to more unhealthy, dangerous pathways like an eating disorder versus if you have a better self-esteem, you can think about how to improve what is currently dissatisfying you, but not in a detrimental way where you're going to start hurting yourself to see what you've decided that you must see, like your body changing and becoming smaller or losing one of those triple chins. And I cannot emphasized enough how much all the self-loving tips that I shared with you guys of course helped me overcome these body dissatisfaction issues that I had in the negative way where I would do all these detrimental things to me to become skinnier so please share that around with everyone so that we can all become healthier and stop hurting ourselves for our body let's grow that body image love So self-acceptance is when you're making a person more likely to feel comfortable and happy with the way that they look. And on the other side of that, they become less impacted by the unrealistic images, things like by the media and societal pressures to look in a certain way. Isn't it crazy that we just grew up with all of these magazines where, oh, this celebrity lost 25 kilos by... Uh, eating such a, a little amount of food, blah, blah, blah. Like, even 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 in the Oscars, did you hear that? I mean, like, do what you got to do, I guess. But it is a pretty... Like, this is what I'm talking about with the media. Like, Kim Kardashian wore that uh, Marilyn Monroe dress, right? And she... St- uh, I don't know exactly what she did, but I think she, like, made the point that she lost 25 kilos or something like that to fit into this dress. Um, And then there was another celebrity I think her name's Lily something she was like "Ah, this is so bad because and young boys looking up to you as your as their influences and you're telling them to lose all this weight to fit into a dress. And this is kind of where you know how I was talking about in the last episode I think it was that when you make your goal to fit into something for a specific occasion I think I used the example of a party. Then what? Like, you've just gone through hell to fit into a dress in this circumstance. Like, why? Make it a healthy lifestyle choice, but like as a whole, but not to just get to one specific date and make it such an uncomfortable time between that. Like, I'm all for doing things to step out of your comfort zone, like even as I was saying with my car, but it's very different to having only one end goal to look good for one specific occasion. If I was trying to eat more healthier foods like just to get to one specific date that wouldn't be as rewarding for me as it would if I just wanted to eat healthy all life r- around and try to look good to feel good and not just fit into a dress. I don't know. What What are your thoughts on that guys? Because At the end of the day, I've also said in the other episode that it's not the media's fault about what we do with our eating disorders habits and stuff. Like, there could be people that hear this Kim Kardashian thing and think, whatever. Her choice. Good on her. Good on her for losing that weight. And yeah, that is true. But for people that want to get to her figure or just lose weight the way that she did to fit into this dress, they will be influenced by it. And it's not anyone's fault, but... Then again, here it comes down to how we see ourselves and our body image and whether it's positive or, you know, our self-esteem. Because that affects more more than the media does the actions that we will take. So how we see ourselves is the most detrimental factor as to the actions that we will choose to take. So there's also been a lot of research done about the impact of viewing traditional appearance-focused media and the development of body image concerns from this. And then in more recent years, of course, we have all of these social media that portrays images that have been filtered and edited and to show the highlights of a person's life. So you know how I was saying with the comparing in the other podcast, like we only see in most cases with influencers the great sides to their life. A big gold star to the ones that show when they're in a more like happy, chappy, rainbow, pixie land. I mean, obviously, we don't want people to be sad, but it's good to show that we don't always have these perfect days. So I have a lot of respect and, like, good on you to those influencers that do stuff like that because it's not always rainbows and big smiles. And it's good to tell the people that are watching them that this is the case because this is where comparing and, like, this dissatisfaction with your own life comes in because... Like, we can't trust everything we see online. And if it's just being portrayed as, oh, everything should be happy all the fucking time, it sets people this unrealistic standard that we need to get the fuck rid of. So just remember that it's not always true, okay? And that's why I think in magazines as well, they've started putting... I think they put some sort of, like, stamp or something that says this photo has been edited. I'm so glad they started doing that because... It ain't true when you think that it's just, that's how they look. I mean, they're beautiful either way. We need to promote natural beauty, self-love. Because it's not nice for the people that compare themselves and view themselves to these images that are all over the media and social media. Because you start thinking that you can't compare or you can't live up to these ideal people, body images, whatnot. But yeah, okay, maybe your editing skills aren't as great as theirs because it's edited. So, yep, sorry, maybe you're not as good of of an editor as these magazine publishers. But that has nothing to do with what you look like, okay? Because it is edited. Do not believe everything you see, okay? Body positivity is when you're able to have a healthy outlook on yourself and take part of healthy behaviors. It becomes easier to have a healthy and balanced lifestyle. With healthier attitudes and practices especially related to like food and exercise when you are seeing your body and yourself not in a hateful kind of spiteful way. So then we go on the other hand what is body dissatisfaction? Body dissatisfaction occurs when a person has a persistent negative thoughts and feelings about their body. Who's joining that club? Or at least, hopefully that's in the past or hopefully we're trying to change that. But yep, everything about me, I was just like, fuck off. Yuck. Ew. Like, I just, I, I somehow was able to find a problem with absolutely everything. Like, did you know I used to permanently straighten my hair? Now I absolutely j'adore my hair, but... Like, I've, I think there was a few people that used to tell me that it looked better straight. And maybe... I don't think I used to know how to, like, look after my curly hair. But either way, I was so... Hearing comments like that just, just destroyed me. That... When I would hear all the positive comments about, Oh my gosh, your hair so beautifully and naturally curly. It... It almost didn't mean anything to me. Because, like, it was natural, if that makes sense. So when i heard something vice versa like oh you would look better with straight hair that meant a lot more to me and it it made me so dissatisfied with what i looked like because that wasn't in my control and you know until i permanently straightened it so like so because i didn't have naturally straight hair it made me so unhappy with who i was because that wasn't in my control what my natural side looked like so i would permanently straighten my hair oh my god it ended up getting so damaged because i dyed it as well fucking hell see there's another thing i just had to change i had to change the color um yeah it got so damaged that i had to chop it all off i had like a bob cut but actually you know it wasn't horrible i actually kind of liked it looking at photos back but my hair is so long now again and i'm so happy but you know what I decided, well, actually, okay, I cut my hair because I kind of did not have another choice. It was that dead. Like, ew, I don't even know how to explain it. It was like, oh, actually, to be fair, I had my eating disorder as well. So I think this might have a bit to do with it because I started losing a lot of hair. I think it had a lot to do with the fact that I was, like, straightening it all the time, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, I just started having such a hair loss that my hair looks like a bob without having the cut because the ends were just becoming thinner and thinner. Now it's all, like, thick and beautiful again. I'm so happy. I'm so glad that it came back. But this is what I mean. When you hear or when you're just dissatisfied about yourself, like, I used to get um, false lashes up to my fucking eyebrows. For those that have false lashes, love that for you. No problem with false lashes. But I realize personally, reflecting back, I had these lashes because i didn't feel comfortable with what i looked like and like as i've become more comfortable in my skin and i love not having any of this stuff like i use mascara sometimes when i go out but my natural lashes thank god they were able to grow back because oh my gosh i used to like rip off all of the false lashes when i would get like anxious and all of my natural lashes came out with it so my lashes were fucked when I decided to give them a rest but like now they've grown back and it was very strange for me to first of all decide to not have these false lashes anymore but also to see myself without these false lashes. It just made me first of all be able to see. I could barely see they were so long and heavy and also because I I was seeing myself as what I actually look like and it took a bit of getting used to. So it took me a while to get used to not seeing myself with all these long lashes and this straight hair. But I love that I don't get that anymore. I love my natural curly hair. I love how beautiful and long my natural lashes are now. And it was difficult to get to this stage. And the reason that I'm going into this into depth is because this had a lot to do with my, my body image, my self image, like my appearance. I was so concerned with, first of all, things that weren't in my control, like my natural hair, that as soon as I heard a silly comment about, I would look better with its straight hair, that, that just affected me so bad that I made sure to get rid of my natural features embrace your natural self you are beautiful like everyone has a right to their opinion if they thought i looked better with straight hair good on you so when i felt like i couldn't just automatically change something because it wasn't my natural features it would affect me so bad and that comes down to like my stomach as well because like you can't just click your fingers and lose all the excess weight and fat right so of course all of these things is what i decided to focus on because it affected me the most because i wasn't i didn't have any body positivity and appearance positivity so what i'm just trying to say is that love your personal features if you like the long lashes go for it but i guess if you can try and reflect on why it is that you have the lashes if you think you just look bomb as fuck then yeah love that for you go do that because like yep i i used to think i looked bomb with the lashes but Also, having that break where I took them off, I I don't think I'd go back to it. And I used to say the opposite, that now that I've had these false lashes, I don't think I'll ever go back to having my natural lashes. And now I'm saying the opposite. So I'm saying that, and, and when I was saying all this stuff about having the false lashes, I wasn't as comfortable in myself. And I actually did start going from like having the longest lashes possible to down to very natural looking lashes so being able to, and, and by the way, the jump from going from the longest lashes to more natural-ish lashes, I was like, yuck, what is this? It looks like I got nothing. I'm having a panic attack about being so uncomfortable and self-conscious about what my face looked like because I, I was still getting false lashes, but just at a shorter length. That That actually helped me. So like if you do reflect on this and you realize that maybe, yeah, I could get Maybe I am wearing these lashes because I'm not fully comfortable with how my face looks. I'm telling you, embrace your true face. And I think going from the longest set of lashes to mid-range lashes did help the process a bit when I decided to fully get rid of it. Because this was a process of like how my mind was working. I went from wanting the longest ones because I was so uncomfortable to beginning the self-loving journey and getting mid-lashes so I could see more of my face. And then eventually I wanted no lashes so you can do it I'm telling you but up to you once again if you love the long lashes love it live it live it
1: how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter.
0: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy.
1: Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
0: Burrow is a furniture company known for
1: timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST.
0: They are pretty, I will admit. But just for me, I got rid of them because I realized that it was more about me being self-conscious about what my face looked like without it. I was so unhappy and so self-conscious about what I looked like without all the, the heavy makeup and the lashes and my straight hair. Now all of that has changed. I literally just wear mascara most of the time. So after that tangent, this kind of ties into the next point about what is body dissatisfaction. It is the internal, emotional and cognitive process that is influenced by external factors. So this comes down to like the pressures to meet certain appearances. So this ties into what I was just talking about because if I heard, you know, I I would look better with straight hair, I felt that desperate need to reach these certain impressions from other people. And like, it was only like a a few people that would say that, but because they weren't my natural features, it bugged me and because I had no self-worth or self-esteem that when people did appreciate my curly hair I was like yeah yeah whatever you're just saying that whatever shut up So, like do you see the pattern like everything has to do with your self-image your self-worth this is why self-love and self-worth is so important and then when you have body dissatisfaction it can lead people towards unhealthy behaviors to do with weight control and disordered eating which leads to being at a higher risk of developing an eating disorder so now i'm going to go over the signs of body dissatisfaction think about whether or not this is you maybe it's someone else if it's someone else send them this so that they can evaluate themselves and hopefully try to work on their body image because we love self-love and helping others okay so I'm going to I've got this all in different categories thanks NEDC we have a categorized list of the signs to look out for so let's begin to start off we have age so body image is usually developed during late childhood and adolescence keep in mind though that that's the frequent age period body dissatisfaction can occur during any age another sign to look at is gender. Also keep in mind that this is just the frequent gender. However, it is not the only gender, okay? Okay, it can happen to anyone. But it does say that women are more likely to experience body dissatisfaction than men. However, people of all genders may experience body dissatisfaction or body image concerns. So please do not disregard men for body issues because it just happens more with women because it can happen to anyone so please do not disregard men we love everyone another sign for body dissatisfaction is gender dysphoria so by the way just in case you didn't know that is when you have having a significant or strong desire to become another gender also not all transgender people have experienced this dysphoria So this body dissatisfaction can extend beyond sex characteristics only um, but it does say that people are more likely to experience body dissatisfaction when they have gender dysphoria than people that don't have it. But once again it can happen to anyone. Keep in mind that all of these points they can happen to anyone but this is just frequent signs to look out for. So the next sign to look out for is friends and family who diet and express body image concerns. So this is like when you have your role models and they're expressing and demonstrating weight loss behaviours. This can increase the likelihood of another person developing body dissatisfaction. And this is regardless of actual body types. The next sign to look out for is body size. So people with a higher body weight are at an increased risk of being dissatisfied with their body because of societal focus on weight and also just, you know, comes down to how they feel about themselves, their self-esteem. But once again, this can happen to people that have a lighter weight. The next sign to look out for is low self-esteem and slash or depression. We know this one. We talk about it all the time. If we have no self-love, self-esteem, we are going to be at a higher risk of having body dissatisfaction because we don't even see ourselves in a good way and that ties in with depression because if we're not feeling happy or in a good place overall of course we are going to pin down ourselves and hate on ourselves so we need to grow that self-love or of course try to seek some professional medical help to get in a better place. Mental health is so 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 important I hope we all know that. The next sign to look out for is teasing and bullying. So people who are bullied about their appearance or their weight, especially regardless of what their body actually looks like, will have an increased risk of body dissatisfaction. Why are people so mean to other people? And the last point about a sign to look out for is personality traits. So these are people with perfectionist tendencies funny that that's actually a symptom here, because I was, oh, I still, I've gotten better, for sure, but in year six, like, okay, the point I'm trying to get at is that I am slash mostly was a huge perfectionist, oh my good heavens, like, I, in year six, we had to write points about each other, like, in my class or whatever, like, what we thought about each other, and the teachers wrote on our posters as well, and she wrote me as a perfectionist, and I thought it was a good thing, and I asked her, oh, that's a good thing, hey, and she said, oh, I can, yeah, I can, no, okay, it can be, it's not, yeah, no. okay, thank you, uh, looking back now, i like, it probably wasn't, I, I, yeah, I had perfectionist tendencies from a very young age, like, even if I would make one letter that I didn't like the look of, I would scrap the whole piece of paper and write it all again, Whiteout was not my best friend, because I didn't like seeing the whiteout marks on the page either. So, yep, yeah, that's one of the signs to keep going. Another one is high achievers. I used to get mad if I didn't get an A and everything. That stopped when I started going down a a sad, unhappy part of my life where I just where I just went from having all of my focus on getting the best grades and stuff to I guess just going through a lot of bad parts of my life not just one like one of them was the eating disorder but a lot of things happened and I just lost sight of what I was going to be and yes it's sad looking at that but I'm here now and I found out so much from the things that I've gone through and I've learned so much and for that I am grateful and everything happens for a reason guys if you've had bad periods of your life that does not mean that you cannot get better It seriously it seriously does not please believe in yourself. Shit happens, but sometimes going through some hard lessons will make us, well, it will make us so much stronger on the other end of it. You can get through anything, I'm telling you. You just need to believe in yourself and feel those shit feelings that You are either bottling in or you're just drowning in. Feel it. Find out what it is that is making you feel this way. Acknowledge it and then do something to change it. Find out what it was that like caused you to be in this spot. Work on it. Accept it and forgive yourself. Until I forgave myself, I couldn't do anything because I was trapped in my own cycle of guilt not just with my eating disorder that's why I'm it is so important to grow self-love all of these self-loving tips I have especially did not just have to do with my eating disorder it had to do with my whole life and I'm so glad that I can now compose them all together and share them with you because things can change around anyways another sign to look out for with the personality traits is rigid black and white thinkers Those who internalize beauty ideals and those who often compare themselves to others. We know now from the self-loving podcast, do not compare It's a fucking shit. Go. Do not compare. You can be inspired, but do not compare. It's just a a life destroyer. We can't be someone else. So we've got to live and feel our best selves. Yes, not every day is going to be a bunch of roses, but... We can also use these times to acknowledge what it is that we are feeling and why it is that we are feeling this way. And of course, to meditate. I'm serious. I hope you guys have started some meditation or have looked at that meditation playlist that I put on my Discord. Seriously, it is so helpful, please. It really, it changed so many things around for me, just having this new form of calm and peace in the moment and be able to come to this present moment and just... Feel like I know you hear about the present moment all the time, but that's something that I kind of like didn't focus on as much. But now that I have had a better grasp on meditating, I try to focus on like being in the now, and it is so 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 good because we don't want to worry and feel anxious all the time. Meditation is seriously the key. And I don't know if I mentioned this in the other episode, by the way, but when you listen to especially frequency meditation, I would highly recommend to put on earphones because. You really, like, first of all, you've got the sound waves going from one ear out the other, as in, like, from left to right ear. So, yeah, it just, it's more of an experience. A good one, of course. A calming one. So, how can we improve our body image, then? Keep in mind that there's no right or wrong way when it comes to, like, your shape, your body, your appearance, or your size, and trying to improve it. Of course, of course, accept unhealthy acts or behaviors like eating disorders but like it's okay to experiment around like I tried so many things to grow the self-love and I've composed the list of things that actually worked for me so maybe only some of those points work for you but I only included the things that actually made an impact on me because obviously I'm not gonna start dilly-dallying is that the saying dilly-dallying about shit that doesn't mean anything to me Everything I say is in order to help you and that will actually hopefully do something, okay? So what it comes down to is ourselves. We have control of ourselves, which means we have the power to change the way that we think, the way we feel and the way we see ourselves and our bodies, of course. I would say that a lot of the the tips to improve your body image will come down to all of those self love tips I gave as well. So those are the extra 20 that you can get. I won't repeat them all because as we know, that went over two episodes, so a long time and you can get it in more in depth there. So what I have to say here is that you can focus on your positive qualities, your skills and your talents, which can help you accept and appreciate your whole self. So as I said in the self-loving episode, it comes down to even trying new skills and learning New things that will excite you and step out of your comfort zone. That is awesome. If you can do that, brava to you. Also say positive things about yourself every day, which we also talked about in another episode. Say it in the mirror if you have to. Of course, avoid negative self-talk. And this includes if you drop something on the floor and you're like, oh, what an idiot. No, don't call yourself an idiot. Cut that out of your language. Appreciate... Also, this is another point, appreciate and love your body for what it can do. Respect it for what it can do. We are able to move and function because of our body and that is awesome. I apologized to my body once I recovered because I realized just how important and what a big part of my life my body is. I wouldn't be able to function without it and so I had to apologize to it for the way I was treating it. We need to respect our bodies. And we don't want to get to the stage where we don't know what we have until it's gone, you know. We talked about this one throughout the episodes, but another one is to set positive health focused goals rather than weight loss ones, weight related ones, you know, because this is beneficial for overall our whole life and our well-being. So this is the party example, you know, not just fitting into something for a specific event. Don't compare yourself to others. Accept yourself and embrace your uniqueness we love it that triple chin could be a lifesaver one day we never know okay and also unfollow or unfriend whatever you call it these days I'm sounding like I'm really old or something but I just you know it's different on different platforms anyways unfollow people on social media who trigger these negative body image issues and how you feel towards it don't just look at if you notice that there's people like even literally anyone that you look at and you're like feel uncomfortable and unhappy with what you look like because you're looking at this person, just, just get rid of it. It's not worth it. Like, you don't want to have to put yourself down because of, most likely, these unrealistic edited images. It might not be edited and they just look awesome, then love that for them. But if it's putting you in a dark place about yourself, make that big move and just get rid of it. Get rid of it. You have control of who you follow, so follow things and people that make you feel good about yourself and your body. Value about yourself of what makes you, you. Celebrate all your uniqueness, celebrate your talents, your strengths, and your qualities, your attributes. Literally, celebrate yourself for who you are and who you want to be and what you've improved on and how how much you've grown. Make Make a list and say to yourself constantly, affirming positive statements. this is the stuff that I say during my meditation every day. Like, you know, I'm I'm healthy, I'm fit, I'm strong, I'm strong-minded, I'm beautiful, I'm intelligent. Just keep it going. Say everything that's going to uplift you. And even if you don't believe it in the moment or in this space and time of your life, the more you say it, the more that you will believe it and the more that you will feel it, I'm telling you. And do things for your body and yourself that actually make you feel good. So this is about, you know, finding an exercise that, you actually enjoy doing so do you like running I certainly don't but if you like running go run if you like going to the gym go go to the gym try the stepper that's a killer but it makes me feel so good afterwards go swimming go ice skating do something an experiment and things that actually make you happy and you enjoy doing this exercise so that you can keep at it and keep it going eat healthy because it makes you feel good and that you can look for a healthy lifestyle goal, not this temporary specific event that you're trying to get to. Make it a lifestyle choice. So by this I mean don't make your goal to lose weight. Make it to live a happy and healthy life that you will enjoy being in. Think about all the positive things that your body does for you. It helps us function. It helps us walk, it helps us sleep. It has so much to do with ourselves. So we need to treat it with respect our body literally protects us against bacteria and viruses so we need to look after it and you know keep it as healthy as possible so that it can fight and has the power and energy and strength to fight against these viruses also of course practice mindfulness and you know meditation of course self-care get into a self-care routine if you would like to know all of the facial products I use I I literally love doing my face routine it is so fun and it just makes me feel good I have no idea if they actually work but like it seems all right to me seems to be doing the job so just like find products and stuff obviously you don't have to overspend or anything I literally get all of my stuff from Kohl's, so it's not about spending big it's just about getting things that will make you feel good and here we go again it's another part of your routine get into those routines that make you feel good make your bed drink water before your coffee drink a lot of water find out what it is that works for you And most importantly, if you have these moments where you're giving yourself so much self-doubt and unhappiness about what your body or yourself looks like or how you feel about yourself, because sometimes we can't control our initial feelings and thoughts towards a situation, you know, like how we see our body or like how we're feeling about ourselves. But we can control our reactions and our outcome from it. So in these moments when you're feeling down about yourself, Remind yourself of everything awesome that you were doing and try to focus on all the amazing parts about yourself. Go meditate, say all these I am statements to yourself. Go in front of the mirror, say, I'm beautiful, I'm healthy, I'm strong. And even if it still feels uncomfortable and you're just like, you feel like you're talking shit to yourself, it is still the more you say it and the more that you call yourself out in these moments, it will make such an impact in the long run because it is a habit that you were getting yourself into. The more you say something, the more you will do it and the more you will believe it. And these things will take time. Like even how I said with the lashes, I I had to go from longest lashes to medium lashes to zero lashes. It takes time to develop this uh, better self-worth image. So it's not about expecting to just suddenly flip around and love yourself. It doesn't work like that. And that would be unrealistic and unhelpful towards your recovery and just a better way of seeing yourself because you'll just be like, why can't I feel this straight away? I mean, yeah. So I guess the point is to be more realistic and understand that this will take time, but we are doing short-term pain for long-term gain. And it's not even pain in the meantime. It's more uncomfort. It's just not going to be, it's going to be unusual for you at the beginning because you've thought such a different way for such a long time. But That doesn't mean that you can't change it. And you will. I know you will. And I know that you can start believing that you can. I think it is so important to start, especially like the I am statements, because I'm telling you, the more that you say something, the more that you will believe it. And just also don't expect all these feelings and emotions that you have about yourself to change immediately. It will take time. Give yourself time to heal and also work towards that healing. Don't be discouraged at the fact that you can't just click your fingers and you start loving yourself. Think about it more as you've worked hard to get to this result. Like if you've gone from a flat booty to a, a juicy thick booty, you that didn't just happen straight away, did it? You went to the gym or you did whatever and it came around. But you put in that work and I'm sure that feels awesome afterwards, right? I mean, it did for me, Okay. But it didn't just happen and neither it does it with this self-loving like everything takes time and effort and consistency and commitment and once you start feeling the outcomes from working on these positive goals, it will feel even better that you can self-reflect and think wow, I kept this effort going, I kept the consistency and I kept my focus on having a happier and healthier life and I'm starting to feel it and I'm so proud of myself for pushing through and remaining focused and committed on feeling these awesome things that's really awesome so if you ever get annoyed that you're not just experiencing all these positive outcomes immediately remind yourself that you are working towards something and that's even better you've changed everything around by putting in that effort and that alone is worth celebrating okay so if we change the way i see ourselves we will change our life so get it i know you can get it you can do this thank you so much for listening everyone i hope this has helped you today i hope you can take something out of this and if there's someone in mind that you think this would help forward it share it we want to help as many people as possible and with that in mind let's say hello to the new awesome places that have joined the eat with ally clan so hello to brazil and hello to chile Woo! we're hitting around the world Us healers are taking over the world. Isn't that great? Oh, Ah! so happy. Thank you all for listening. I love you all so, 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 so much. Keep sending in your listener stories to my Instagram. I think that's where most of you are heading to, anyways. I haven't properly started using my Instagram, by the way, so I will be posting more stuff on there soon. But my DMs are open up for you to send your stories. And remember that everyone will stay anonymous. The point is that we are trying to make everyone feel heard and just have more of an insight on everyone else's experiences so that we can know that everyone has had struggles but we can all come together and feel supported and feel heard. And for that, that is fucking awesome. So we love that. So I hope you're all taking care. I hope you're working towards a more self-loving life, that you are all stepping out of your comfort zone. And it's the best part now, say it with me. I hope that... I I know I say that... say it with me but I hope some of you are actually like in the middle of a library or something and you're just like to eat with Ally with me please do that'd be funny and awesome so say it with me and remember to eat with Ally.
1: imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time